Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. I was reminded of a post I read out from earlier in the week on Reddit. Um, Just reminded again in the last 24 hours or so. This post was quite long. It said, I used to love Cork City madly, but it feels like over the years it's slowly decomposing on every level. And between that and the price of everything, it feels more like a trap now, which is quite negative. And then Cork Bio had an article focusing on the closure of businesses and why it's happening, why local businesses are struggling to keep their doors open and going through the various reasons for that. And in that article, they spoke with Carol Horgan, who's the owner of Best Buds, who's been trading for more than 15 years now down in the Winthrop Arcade. The Winthrop Arcade looking like a, a sad image of what it once was which is very unfortunate Carol because it used to be a, a thriving hub and there used to be a lot going on there when I was a young fella. How are you doing down there at the moment? Good morning Carol. Um, fantastic, absolutely fantastic and can I tell you the Winthrop Arcade is a little jewel in the crown in retail in Cork City and it's looking absolutely magnificent at the moment. Great. So whoever was telling you it was a little bit sad is my goodness I don't know what we well, have the to do. Well the last time I walked through now which would have been maybe in the summer yeah. Oh my God! We have to end this call now, because our arcade is magnificent. <laughs> is, that's good. I must take. I must take a walk down there. I must Please take. Please do, walk. darling. Please do. Yes. <laughs> but talk to me about the city centre. Um, you know, it's it's the city centre. Yes, isn't it? Isn't it sad to read such an article where they where somebody would think that there's a slow de- decay? But sadly, I would. I would. I would agree. And um, I, I don't go to press and I don't go much on radio because I think I don't think there's anything to be gained by moaning all of the time because we've got to get up in the morning, put on our best bib and tucker and put out the fronts of our shops and do our very best. So moaning about it really isn't very attractive, you mm. know. But I think there's a reality check as well. And I think, um, you know, it, it, everything is evolving and. I think we have to be up for change. Um, we have to, our city centre is it has an evolving role in the community and we do have to encompass change. But I think what's really, really critical in the next couple of months and the next year is that we need to have dialogue with the people who are making the decisions for the city centre and they need to have dialogue with retailers because there's there's like decades of experience with the retailers in Cork and with the, with the with, I'm talking about restaurants, I'm talking about coffee shops, I'm talking about hotels. There's so much wisdom 
so much wisdom mm -hmm. but yet decisions are, are are put out there and they impact re retailers so much and if we could ask the question if all the gorgeous shops that, that we love to go to mm -hmm. in the city centre closed in the morning what attracts people into town? Well, that's the what focus I wanted to take with you, Carol, yeah, yeah, because yeah, there yeah. are so many small businesses have closed yes, and, yes. and struggled. Yes. And yes. talking to the retailers, uh, household linens, for example, you know, yes. they all say yes, they don't listen to us. They don't come yeah, and talk to us. The decision makers don't listen to us. Do you, do you agree with yeah. that? I, I absolutely do, and and look, there's always there's always a back office agenda and a real agenda, and I I'm I'm sure they're not going into the city hall and local government every morning and saying, okay, lads, how do we what do we do next to close down the city? Of course they're not, of course they're not, but we don't hear either um, about what they are doing, so it makes you focus on what they're not doing. So I think even if there was a forum to say, okay, this is what's happening, this is what we're thinking, what do you think? and get people with constructive ideas to come in, you know. Um, because we have to consider as well, online is having a huge impact on mm -hmm. retail. But it's it's how we live. What do we say? Shut down online? I buy things online. It's mm -hmm. how we live. But we have to embrace that. And something I think that's seriously overlooked, if you think about it, if you go back 10, 12 years, um, we had the tax office um, based down on George's Key. We had um, Abbey Court House full of employees. We had a number of banks. Even on Winthrop Street alone, we've got um, AIB closed and Ulster Bank next door closed. There are two banks gone. The people gone out of them. Jobs gone out of them. And retail is an industry in itself. And if, God forbid, Apple said they were laying off 150 people, if that was on the echo this evening it would be oh my god look what's happening but jobs are going out of the city all of the time you've got offices you've got legal practices moving out of the city i mean i started on the south mall and i remember i would have people from from the examiner office another one would be up at lunchtime buying flowers somebody got engaged in the in the office somebody got married all of those people have moved out of the city as well and quite honestly we have a responsibility or it seems the responsibility to keep the the the, the city up on its toes is left to the retailers Brown Thomas put on an amazing front there at Christmas. Mm -hmm. If they decided not to do that, it really, the lifeblood will be, the intravenous feed that we put into the city as retailers will be gone. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's actually, it's, uh, uh, whoever wrote that other article, it's decomposing. Yes, it is. And it's going to stink pretty yeah. soon. There was a post you know? on Reddit and it was a much longer post yeah. and a much more negative post yeah. as well. Mm -hmm. But, but uh, just listening to you, I can't disagree yeah. with the words you've said. Yeah. The, the city yeah. centre, while we love it, we love it, uh, it's in a we bit do. of a state. So what do yeah. we do? What do, like you and the other retailers who were there for many years, what yeah. ideas could you put on the table? Oh, there are so many. There are so many. I mean, I, I think the one complaint that I have heard more than ever before in the last probably four or five months is just the expense of the parking. It has gone up so much. Mm -hmm. Accessibility is like somebody would say, yeah, I want to buy that chair. But when do I get in? How do I get in? When are the streets closed? I can't come up the street in the morning, can't come down the street in the morning. I think we need to reverse things a little bit for the seasonal times and, and those months. Look what we could do for COVID with closing off streets, putting out tables and chairs. We were able to, to turn the, the the, the, the boat in the water. And I think we need to we need that versatility and we need to be able to evolve and change our city. When the rain comes, put up the umbrellas. When Christmas comes, it's like change the change the, 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 the format. Give people an incentive. I was driving into town, I live in Cross Avon, I was driving in last Sunday and I saw the ramps up to Mahan Point were bumper to bumper. Yeah. And I said, 
why why are people queuing to go in there and they're not queuing to go into my shop and my other fellow retailers and it's because i said to my sister why is that happening she said, it's accessibility and and it's free parking yeah and if that's part of what's stopping people to come to town the council must consider for their benefit as well because there's rates there's like to we pay our government taxes in prsi employers prsi taxes all of those there's a huge contribution to the economy from retail Mm-hmm. And people say, I love coming into town at Christmas. Well, thanks very much. We're making every effort we can to stay under the strain of it with the costs that are there. But you talk about ideas, PJ. I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 25 myself, not, but I'm getting older. I think we need the next generation of retailers to come in. I mean, when you look at the average age of the retailers and the shop owners in the city centre, it's like 45 to, to 65. Mm-hmm. And the next generation, we need to bring them in. But let's say you're a jewellery designer or a fashion designer or a young person coming out of some design college and you want to set up a little hub and a little shop in city centre. Why can't we give them a rates discount for the first year? No rates for the first year. Why can't we give landlords um, a, a tax break if they put a new business into the city centre? Mm-hmm. We need the next generation. Online, it's there. It's part of how we live today. But I think we need to incentivize people to come into the city centre. Yeah. And when I go and when I retire, who and let's say the next generation would come in and take over the business, will they want to come in? Will they want to come in? We let's need to know that they will want to come in. Focus on the parking and focus on the access yeah. for a minute. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So take what you sell. Take your product. Okay. You're not going to bring a lot of products from your shop home on the back of a bike or on the number eight no. bus. Right? No, absolutely. But no. Yeah. How close can I get to you to park? And like you said, it's getting terribly, terribly expensive. But when you say that to City Hall, or moreover, yeah. you say that to, and I'm going to call it out straight here now, the, environ- yeah. the environmental lobby, you'll be told, oh yeah. no, we must keep cars out of the city. We must free the cars up for pedestrians and bikes and buses. What does yeah. retail say yeah. to that? Well, it's it's uh, they're not living in the real world, you know. I think um, if somebody comes into town and they want to come in and make a day, but they want to have their breakfast in a local coffee shop, they want to mosey and shop for the, the day, they want to go do lunch wherever they want to do lunch, and you put your car in the car park, it costs the best part of €22 Euro plus to put your car in the car park for the day for mm. over eight hours. I mean, that's like, that's that's incredible. That's absolutely incredible. But if shops are closing down and they're not able to pay rates and they're not going to give that return to the, the corporation or whoever it is, it it's, it, it, can they make it another way and incentivize people to come in? But you know what? I think the, 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 the dialogue all of the time is, oh, it's the parking and it's the accessibility. Yes, they are, they are, they are two things. But I think when you talk about the city centre decomposing, that's a slow, the intravenous seed some, uh, feed somebody standing on the pipe. I think what we need is we need solutions. I mean, look at all the overhead um, residential um, property yeah. that's in the, in the, yeah. in the city centre. This arcade, a, a lady came in one day and told me that her auntie, her old auntie and uncle, they were the caretakers of this arcade and they lived upstairs and she showed me where their kitchen was, where their bathroom was, where their little fireplace was. Yeah. And they were the caretakers of the or- arcade. If you go down there to, is it number, the wine bar number 26, there's yeah. like full residential um, uh, living up there. And that's that's what brings the, the story. That's what brings the, the mystery and it brings the vibrancy and it brings the identity. I mean, what's the identity for Cork? Is it Patrick Street? No. Mm-hmm. Is it is it Oliver Plunkett Street? Perhaps. 
You know, <laughs> if you go to Dublin, you say, well, I'm going down Grafton Street. I'll do a bit of shopping, get a nice coffee. There, there are um, the buskers there. What do, ask the question, what stops us from coming into town? Or what do we do to make our sexy our city sexy. We got to do. We've got to. We've got to have. We've got to have. I don't know. We've got to have nicer things going on, and we don't. Focus, it's sad. Focus sad. on the residential. Okay. Focus on the residential. Yes. And yeah. as I turned around here, and I've done it for a yeah. hundred times this year, I look down onto Patrick Street, and yeah. I look and I I see so much, and I'm you know you know what I'm talking about. So much yeah. unoccupied space upstairs. Yeah, yeah. The last resident yeah. of Patrick Street was a woman called Sheila Boyle. She was the only she was the last person living on Patrick Street. She was the mother actually of, of, of Dan Boyle the, 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 the former senator and still council. Yeah, really? Yes yeah, so, and Sheila, Sheila passed away only in the last couple of years but she yeah. was the last resident of Patrick Street. No one's lived on Patrick Street for years there's all that space unoccupied. I'm, we're completely on the same page here Carol. Yes. Uh, yes. You know, I mean, if you go to others, one, one of my favorite cities in the whole world, and I talk about it frequently, is Palma in Spain. Yes. yes. And yes. there are hundreds of small shops, cafes, family businesses, bookshops, yes. whatever. And upstairs, thousands yes. of people live upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was the way the way it used to be. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. And um, how lovely, how lovely would that be? Yeah. You know, just have your retail downstairs, and and you just mosey on up the stairs in the evening, and um, and even if your 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 retail wasn't yours, I think just to live in the in the city centre. I know that there are two shops there on that street by the English Market. They it used to be an electrical shop, and I know they've developed apartments um, mm-hmm. as per the regulations up over it. It's so lovely to see that there's somebody with their 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 head screwed on, and they're putting apartments in over it. That's retail. Um, along that little street by the market and you can see gorgeous apartments gone in there why aren't we doing that more mm-hmm. to bring people in and to bring lifeblood into the city it's 
actually it's a big big challenge that we have mm-hmm. and I think um, like that we could talk about the car parks in the city and the city council would say oh jeepers they're on the radio again this morning did you hear a banging on about the parking no I'm not I think there's a fundamental we have a fundamental challenge here and we need to put vibrancy we need to put mystery we need to put identity into our city centre and until we can cross uh, tick those three boxes I think we are not at the races and I think that we have to shop local Mm-hmm. And that's cliche as well. Shop local. We sit on the back of vans and trucks and Centra and Musgrave and the whole lot of them. We, but we really, really do have to shop local. Mm-hmm. And we it, need to do that. You talked about bringing in new businesses into town. Most of those new businesses now go straight away to online. That's point number one. You've nothing. You've no problem with that. But point number two, it's much more attractive for them to go into an outside shopping centre because of the access and possibly the rents are, are lower. You're a prominent retailer of many years standing. There are others like you around you in that centre there. No one seems to be listening to you. Um, no. And I think because um, right now our challenge is to keep going and to keep jobs and to pay our overheads and our electricity and everything else that the, the cost of living has, has come our way. And quite honestly, my mum used to say to me when I was very young, will you just mind your own business? Because I was born nosy. But you know what? It's come to pass. I literally come to work every day and I mind my own business because if you would come to work every day and moan and groan and this and that, you don't get on with the everyday. And I have bigger fish to fry because mm-hmm. I've got to keep my business on the road. And I think a lot of retailers are like that. I couldn't now be entertaining the city hall and I couldn't be this. But you know what? It's time. We need to. I think that, you know, they have these competitions for the best business and you get a trophy for your window and they tell you you're the best. And that's all very well. But a trophy in the window isn't providing for the, 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 the longevity of our city centre. Right. And our city centre has to you attract what you market. Like, I'm, I'm not going to ask you how much you pay in rates, Carol. I'm not going to ask you how much you pay in rates. But what I am going yeah. to ask you is this question. Do you get yeah. value in value for money from that huge check you have to cut to the City Hall every so often? Um... Well, you know what? What's deemed value for money? I mean, we have to we have to sign up to the fact that if I want to trade in the city centre, I have to pay rates. Fine, I will pay rates. So that's a given because if you're here, yes, of you, you do what you need to do. But what I'm saying is that you've got the Ulster Bank closed, you've got AIB closed on this street. I don't know, but do you pay rates when you're not um, not occupying? You've got the other bank, Ulster Bank, magnificent building on Patrick Street next to Superdry closed down do they pay rates or is that contribution taken out of the per the 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 public purse again yeah so what we 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 have to generate new stuff as opposed to moan about the terms and conditions that we have we know the terms and conditions we choose to to work by them Mm. i don't i don't think i don't think carol i don't think i've heard a a word of moaning from you what i'm and and, no because it's just my disposition i just don't bother you what you're doing is you're stating hard facts and when one is stating hard facts one is not moaning there is this thing out there you know we got to put on the red jersey and be positive and that's all very fine but when the powers that be aren't yeah. rowing in with mm-hmm. us people like you, people like Wayne Stansfeld over in Pinocchio people like, was it, yeah, is it Jim, yeah. was his name down in Household Linens, people who've closed yes, they're, yes. they're saying for ages to me and to others it's not they're not focusing on keeping the small businesses open, that's not moaning that's yeah. facts no, they're not. They're not focusing on on making putting vibrancy into our city centre. It's not vibrant. I'm very sad to say. It's like God forbid. It's like having a sick relation out there in Patrick Street. I don't go out there. It makes me sad. 
you know, pennies, if pennies closed in the morning, we'd be, the, it would be lights out, you know, ball burst game over. Yeah. Because you've got least football. We closed, we closed the traffic 3 to 6.30. Yeah. Why? Why? And let people park on the street. Why? Why do we set out to be, be uh, obstructive as opposed to objective? Mm-hmm. You know? Why, why, why do we do that to our gorgeous city centre? Look, to go down, go down um, Opera Lane. Look at all the shops closed down there. Top man, all the English shops, they all, they all bailed out. Yeah. It's like, you know, Eason's downsized to down in the corner, down, down on whatever street that is, Marlborough Street, onto Patrick Street. It's a gorgeous corner, but, mm. you know, it's downsizing. And I think I, I think that's certainly what, speaking to other retailers, that's what they're thinking about, just reducing the space they have yeah. and working in a smaller space. And I can absolutely understand it because what will I spend more money on in 2024? I'm going to spend it on online. Yeah. More, I'm going, to, I'm going to ramp it up a little bit more because I have to, to survive. But I do think that the retail shop experience is a beautiful experience. I think bricks and mortar, I think it will come oh, yeah. round again. It will come round yeah, again. But will it be here? Will it be here when people come around? I, I honestly, I don't know. And I'm old school, up early, put out the shop front, let's go. Yeah. And I would love to see that there was a younger generation coming behind us to say, yeah, and we're going to bolt on what we learned at college. And we're going to bolt on the AI side of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or whatever is coming our way. <laughs> but we have to have an incentive. If retail goes out of the city centre, we have got a big problem. But for now, it's in the cent- city centre and we need, I don't know, what's the population of Cork, even if we had 10% of them coming through for Christmas. We need it to keep it going. We need it all year through. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a momentum with Christmas time, but we need that momentum all year through. We can't say to our employees, well, you know, you can, you, you can take a break there after Christmas and we'll see you again, you know, wedding season or we'll see you for Valentine's or Mother's Day. Tim is saying here that uh, you can park all day and he's right, you can park all day in Killarney for about a euro. Yeah, but you know, I can't park in Killarney when I come to work. Yeah. I'm only being facetious. No, he's, no, <laughs> but, no. You know, he's just yeah. saying there's your comparison. I know, I know that. There's I your know, comparison. Absolutely. Like, where where yeah. do you park for work? Um, we park, um, uh, there's a car park in the Grand Parade down there, you know, the one by the library. Yeah. We park there or, you see, we have a van, so we're going in and out with stuff all of the time. So we, we, we just legally park around the city or we park in a loading bay for the, the maximum time that we can. Mm-hmm. And then accessibility, we're in very early in the morning to take out our recycling. And we've got to drive up on Winthrop Street and then uh, the parking wardens who need to do their job. They're instructed by a boss to every morning. Mm-hmm. They say, you know, you need to drive on there. You need to, and you think, like, where do you want me to go? Where you do you go. want me to go? You know, when we're taking out our bins, we, we have so much um, recycling to do. We've got to take it out every second day. Yeah. And um, it's we're in trouble or we get a parking fine. Um, and then you're trying to stay on the right side of everybody, you know, the, 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 the guards, the parking wardens, because they all have a job to do. And I sound like placid old doll now, but I'm certainly not. You actually don't. You actually sound like someone. No, you actually sound like someone, Carol, who's passionate about the business mm-hmm. and passionate well, about Carol the city in which you do. Hmm? Carol for president, PJ. <laughs> no, I, 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 I you know, this is, this is a positive <laughs> conversation about things yes, that are very, yes. Yes. it is positive, yeah. but, but you're stating yes. a lot yes. of facts, hard yeah. facts. Yeah. 
hard facts. Yeah, reality. Yeah, reality hurts sometimes, and um, yeah, it's 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 sad. But you know, if we had the Cork Business Association, Cork Networks Association, all those associations, and if we had some key people and said, okay, what are people really saying? What what can we do? What can we really do? And let's let's bring this wisdom and let's bring it around the table. Do you think? I mean, do you do you think the associations, such as we have yeah. them, are doing enough? Um, I, I, I think they are. I, I, I think they do great things. They do fantastic things and they have dinner dances and you sponsor tables and you get people to vote for you and you, you they put a lot of energy into all of that. And while that's very, very important, I think there are fundamentals that we have to address. Mm-hmm. Fundamentals that we have to address and the hard stuff. You know, you know, it's like getting out your homework and you, you do the easy stuff first and then you get down to the maths and the Irish. I think we need to get down to the maths and the Irish. You, know, you suggest you suggest questions. You suggest a forum. Let let's let's begin with one. Okay, um, yeah. you suggest a couple of questions. Two questions. One, what stops you stops you from going to yes. town as a yes. consumer, yes. as a customer? The other one is what would stop oh, yeah. you from opening a business. But can we focus on that one and maybe take it for the rest oh, of God, the day? It'd be fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Let's because put- it's a different, as you say, it's a different agenda item as opposed to parking and accessibility. Mm-hmm. But if we got the if we got the public to tell us what what That's- stops you from coming into town? That's in what way? I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm going to throw it out there. Let's start there. On the back of this conversation for the rest of the program this morning, it might take it into tomorrow. Yeah. What stops you coming in? What stops you coming? Carol, I look forward to coming down and seeing uh, the Winthrop Please Arcade. Please do. Please um, do. Because you're, you're, you're. I'm in for a surprise by the sounds of things. I think it's a different arcade. You were walking through. Well, to possibly. Be you see, the, the, it was in the summertime. It was about maybe twenty past seven in the morning, and there was a lot of spraying and washing going on, I and a lot of people see. dragging stuff Come in and out. You're, so you're telling us the whole story now. When you started out <laughs> saying something else, my goodness. But anyway, PJ, it's the best of buds, award-winning uh, flower shop in the city centre and interiors, and we're passionate about our business, passionate about our customers. So let's support us this Christmas. Okay, and I will, I will, and I will be in very, very soon. Your shop, by the way, stands out. I've seen lots of photographs of it. The population of Cork, they tell us. You see, we can always find these yeah. figures. You asked what it was. Yeah. 222,333. Or thereabouts. Oh, my God. And imagine if I just got 333 more people, new customers, come through my shop this Christmas. Wouldn't we have a good one? Wouldn't you just? Carol, a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you. That's... um. That's an interesting one. Carol Horgan from Best of Buds in the Winthrop Arcade. So let's throw that question out there and we'll do it today and we might even do it tomorrow. She suggests that we do it. So we've got 39 days to Christmas. Uh, What, 37 or 38 shopping days left? Seeing as it's seven days a week now. What would stop you coming in? Uh, We'll do it today and we'll do it tomorrow. What would prevent you from coming in to Cork over the next 30-something days to do your Christmas shopping. Corks 96 FM.